What's this? Oh me, oh my! It's the Banshee from Martin McDonough's Banshees of Inisharan! <laughs> and if you can't see them, you can't see them, get tickets early or buy or or make more money. I forget the line. Yeah. Ladies. Oh me, oh my! <laughs> oh me, oh my! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls! Everyone outside and in between. Welcome. Welcome back. back. This is a very long conversation about movies and art and TV and whatever the fuck else we feel like talking about. I am uh, your producer, Sam Mannequin. And I am Andrew Thomas. Uh, how are you doing this week, Andrew? This week has been good. It's good just getting ready but as you stream in Mexico. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, we're not going to have an episode next week because Andrew's on vacation. So yes. I guess I'll go see Black Panther for nothing. And then talk about it a week later. Hopefully you'll remember it. I'm so... Well, stuff comes out on the 18th that we... What stuff? <laughs> do. Uh, isn't that... I think that's Glass Onion week. That's the menu. I thought Glass Onion comes out in, in Christmas. It's do no, it's doing an early run in theaters in November. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it comes out to Netflix around around Christmas. Oh, <laughs> so it's oh. doing like it's doing like a it's doing it's like two week run in theaters. Oh, so that's how you Ryan Johnson got my dude. Ryan Johnson got Netflix to bend the knee. Martin Scorsese couldn't even do that. Are you kidding, yeah. my dude Ryan? Yeah, yeah the dude Ryan. Hell yeah, Ryan! <laughs> Marty yeah. couldn't even do that. For his no. magnum opus about life, he couldn't do that. Yeah. But for Glass Onion... You know if Glass Onion okay. was three and a half hours long, they'd throw him out like DJ Jazzy Jeff. You know, yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. You can put it in theaters. The respect, it's uh, antiquated. It's, uh... Yeah. But yeah, that's how I've been doing this week. How have you been? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm grumpy and frustrated with my arms, but we don't need to talk about it. I have been watching many things. You have been. Such as Andor. Andor is extremely good. And everyone should watch Andor because it rips. I'm telling y'all, it's good. Um, We got like three more episodes. It's fucking, it's going to be sick. Uh, I yes. I have to say, a lot of people that I work with, uh, they they've been talking about Andor, and they've been saying my least favorite thing about modern TV. What are they saying? They're saying, "Oh, it gets good at episode five. That is incorrect. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it has. <laughs> I thought okay, so when I first started watching it, and I thought that it was an eight episode season because most fucking TV shows are eight episodes now, and it's ridiculous. Um, I thought the first two episodes were crazy slow. I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, this is, there is not a lot happening. You have eight episodes to get through this. Yeah. Watched the third episode, and I was like, okay, that kicked ass. That was great. But now we only got five more episodes? What's going on? I was wrong. It's a 12-episode season, which means that the first two episodes kick ass, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's... It's just doing a lot of setup 
And it's like, and it's, it's really working as the season goes on. It's like, oh yeah, you have 12 episodes. You needed time to, you needed time to do the thing that TV does, which is like set everything up, set up the characters, the relationships, all this different stuff. And like, you're constantly getting payoffs for stuff that they've set up. What it's previously, what it sounds like is that you, it's like they're delivering on the promise of what Rogue One could have been. 100%. They are delivering on the promise of like, let's tell us, tell a small scale, a sm- quote unquote, small scale Star Wars story. That is just good TV, good politics, good, interesting conversations about, you know, the rise of fascism. What you and vote? The people. If you're in America, go out and vote. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go and vote. Go and vote. Every, um, every year of my life, they said it's the most important election. Uh, this year but this year in america much like a lot of other places in the world there's a lot of rise of fascism everyone's got to vote it, uh, it is but andor kicks scary. ass from day one I'm, I'm telling you andor kicks ass from day one i mean i i will watch it before the end of the year that's all i know you better <laughs> you, better, you better, or better or else or else or else both your wrists will be broken <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey Sam, you're I back also... to New York. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> um, yeah, I'll put you in in huge medical debt <laughs> as a gift, as a Christmas gift. You'll, you'll give, you'll bring me to Canada. They'll fix me up there, and then you'll send me back. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so <laughs> uh, I also started uh, Succession. Uh, which do, do, kicks ass. Oh God, what a show! Yeah, which which as of the recording of this episode, I have two more episodes left in season two, uh, and all of season three. And I'll be all caught up, baby. But what a show. Spring of 2023. What? A, what yeah. Oh, I'm stoked. <laughs> I am. I can't wait to go on this journey. I have so many thoughts about this show. I'm bad at talking about TV when I've seen seasons ahead. I'm not usually in this position, especially yeah. with you. I'm usually not in yeah. this position. But I'm hesitant to talk to you about it because I don't want to. Because it's all one thing. Yeah. It's all one thing. Yeah. In my you head. don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to I just want to pitch you I think that this show is it's always sunny in Philadelphia but if they had actual money <laughs> the character similarities are crazy the f- dynamics between some of those characters line up way too well and the whole concept of the show is like of it's always sunny in Philadelphia and succession is what if we made a show about the worst, just the worst possible people? The loser bill. But it's always sunny in Philadelphia, kind of takes the like comedic satire side of it, more on the comedy. And Succession kind of takes it, it's still satirizing, but it's still staying in the more dramatic uh, side of, of the satire. Yeah. I, I gotta say, if I was making a TV show, and I was nominated for Emmys, I'd be so mad at HBO. If I was nominated for a drama and Succession won, 
I'd be like, no, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. I laugh so much yeah, during that show. And if I, I was laugh constantly. Nominated for comedy and Barry won, I'd be like, no, it's a drama. It's a drama. I had I didn't <laughs> laugh at all in season three, and that's not even a no, knock. There are, that's not even there knock are no laughs. Show. Yeah, it is just just switch them up. Yeah, no, it's it's wild. Speaking of switching it up. 2022s. Now you got to help me. This is going to be something all award season. Uh huh. The Banshees of. Try it. I want. I want. I want to hear. Try. It. I want to see it spelled out. I'm going to pull it up here. Give me a second. The spelling will probably not. It will help. probably mess me up. But here I am. Yeah, it'll probably mess you up. So the what Banshees is, just off the of Inisherin. Oh, so close. In a Sharon. In a Sharon. The Banshees of yeah, In a Sharon. Yeah, In a and then just the name Sharon. Like Ed? No. That's Sheeran. Uh, don't. Like Sharon Stone. Oh, basic instinct. Yeah. The Banshees of In a Sharon, which I will formally call Banshees. Martin yeah. McDonough's 2022 hit film. Hit film? Well Opus. hit. Opus. We saw it. We did it. We also watched his other team up with Mr. Farrell and Mr. Gleason. In Bruges. Yes. 2008's In Bruges. Which we did not talk about. I just texted Andrew the other day. I was like, I'm going to watch In Bruges. Yeah. And Andrew was like, I'm also watching In Bruges. I was like, oh, they're teaming up again? No question I'm going to watch In Bruges. You don't need to give me an yeah. excuse to watch In Bruges. Just like we were texting about what to do before the week of Halloween. And I was like, Blair Witch Project? You don't need to give me an excuse to watch Blair Witch Project. And you know what I did? <laughs> I watched Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But mainly we watched Banshees. Sam of Banshees, what did you think? I loved this movie. I thought it was fantastic. Like my my like only complaint about the movie is like it takes a little while to get used to the particular Irish dialect that, yeah. they're, that they're doing. And so the first kind of act, I was kind of missing stuff. I'm just like, what the fuck? What did they say? What just happened? <laughs> like we got there, but uh, it didn't. Yeah. It just took, it just took a while Um to, to get in but other than that honestly this movie was was fantastic it was funny it was heart-wrenching it was like well well thought out it was just good like it was just good it was just good and sweet and good and i loved it sweet um yes i think i think i i would say this movie is sweet uh-huh. i think there is a sweetness to this movie um yeah that i think we'll talk about i can't to wait it. to hear it McDonald. Uh, what did you think of, of the Banshees of Inna Sharon? I, so first I saw this with a comedian friend and we walked into the wrong theater. We walked in, the AMC ads played. And then at first I was like, this is weird. This is a weird vibe. 
this is a weird vibe for this movie. And that was like an art film. It was some weird, it was Irish. The people were Irish. So that's where I was like, oh, so we're doing a little, uh, little anthology here. That's a fun way to market this movie. I thought it was going to be all <laughs> double Gleason and Colin Farrell. All right. And then uh, Brendan Gleason. What did I say? Dama oh, Gleason. Brendan. Brendan Gleason. But then I was like, wait, I've seen Martin McDonough movies. Actually, I've seen every single one. It wouldn't be like this. He's not completely changing up his style. Uh-oh. We're in the wrong theater. So we ran and we just made it. We just caught Nicole. Uh, okay, great. But then, what can I say? You know what? There's nothing better than a, a Marty McDubbs joint, right? There is... I will say with five billboards, I walked out really liking Three it. Three billboards. What did I say? It's one of those Five days. billboards. <laughs> with three billboards outside Evan, Missouri. I wa- walked out really liking it, and then each day that passed, I liked it less and less. So we'll see yeah. how I feel about this movie. But as of right now, big thumbs up. It was very, very good. I wonder what's going on in his life. Yeah. I wonder why why was it this film the spiritual successor of In Bruges? He could have cast any two actors, but he cast these two actors. Yeah. I wonder I can't wait we're about to have a whole discussion about it. We sure are. And speaking of uh, which, you wanna hop into that cast? Yeah, you want the cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's start, uh, I mean, all of the, like, bit parts, I think I'll do fantastic jobs. Uh, David Pierce as the priest was really fun. Um, John Joe, Pat Short as the bartender, I really liked. Yeah. Uh, but we can get to kind of our, our main four folks. Uh, let's start with, uh, uh, the boy Barry Keown. Joker. Halfway through, I was like, he's gonna be Joker. Yeah, he's the Joker. That corporate greed got to him. I thought he was going to be an indie darling forever. And just did a Turtles that one time, but nope. Nah. Nope. Nah, nah, nah. At least... Not when you're, not when you're as fucking good as Barry Keown is. That's the thing, right? He is great in everything I've seen him in. He's so good. He's like the best part of Eternals, too. He is! Like, he's just good. Uh, remember Sacred of a Killing Deer? You hated that movie, but... I do, I do hate Killing of a Sacred Deer. You loved him. But he's great! Remember American Animals? The art heist movie with the, that was like half documentary, well, a little bit documentary, and then a lot not documentary. Barry Keown's in that. And uh, Jeffrey Dauber's in it, too. <laughs> sure, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, God. What a telling movie. Um, and uh, Barry Keown's going to be in Saltburn, um, which is um, Emerald Fennell's Fennel's? Fennel, I believe. Um, the first, the first way you uh, pronounced it, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, follow-up to uh, Promising Young Woman. That's cool. I wonder what it's going to be about. Is that coming out this year or next year? Uh, I think next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, no, he was. Yeah, it's it's in it's in post production. It doesn't have a release date yet, but uh, he's in it with uh, Rosamund Pike, Richard E. Grant. Um, yeah, bunch of bunch of good people. I really liked him in this movie. His character is so so just a lot. He's a lot, right? Yeah, <clears throat> and there's he is the perfect actor to play this character. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Barry Keown uh, has this like. That kind of weird, unhinged, like, you'd never know what the fuck is going on energy is fully Barry Keown's and no one else's. Yeah, he might stab you in the throat or he might kiss you in the neck. You don't know. Yeah. And you don't you really want either no to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's it's great. I, th- I Yeah, he's just fantastic. But he's also a cutie. It's just he really has a nice personality. He's going to make a really good character actor. He's yeah. He has some yeah. Oscar dobs under his uh, in his future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I would not be surprised if this was one of them. If I'm honest. Yeah, he's good. I could see him getting a supporting nom. Yeah, I'm rooting for. I could see it. I'm rooting for. I don't. I hate it. I need to learn. I need to learn because I can't say short round. That's too rude. Ah. That's too rude. <laughs> Yeah. My root for my dude and everything everywhere all at once. No, he should he should win. But, but I think Barry Keown could get nominated. Hopefully, hopefully we live in that universe. I want to, so bad. Uh and then uh we have uh Carrie Condon uh playing Siobhan. Um You wanna know something fun? You're probably looking at it yeah. right now. I did because I was looking her up on on my train ride home, and I was the uh-huh. whole movie. I was like, "Have I seen her? I feel like I know her. I feel like I've I've heard this voice a million times over." You've heard this voice a million times, and then I looked her up, and I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> she's yeah. Friday!" Uh, you know, hit character Friday. <laughs> hit character Friday. Something just entered the upper atmosphere. <laughs> that's 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 Carrie Condon. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's uh, great in this. She is. I really, really liked her. She. Um, she's also in Better Call Saul. Gotta watch Better Call Saul. Five seasons of Breaking Bad. I just haven't seen. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. Stupid. I should have kept watching. You should have. You really fucked up. Ugh. Um, yeah, no, she. But yeah, she's she's so good. She's so good. She's really good. She that scene. Spoiler alerts from here now on. Spoily, spoily, mm-hmm. spoilies. That scene with her and Barry Keown and Colin Farrell at the dinner table is a lot of fun. Oh, it's so fun. Oh, it's so fun. You. He told you if you said something that make me upset. He said not anything creepy. Well, you found them both, haven't you? It's great. It's so good. It's um, yeah, I really, really liked her. And hope to see her in more. Yeah, yeah. I mean she's she's looks like she does a lot of TV stuff. She was on Rome. Um she was in Luck, Walking Dead, uh yeah, just a bunch of a bunch of TV stuff. Ray Donovan, Better Call Saul. Um so she's mainly a uh TV person, it seems, with like movies kind of in between. Uh, but she's also in Three Billboards. Who is she? Uh, someone named Pamela, 
I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, hit, hit character Pamela. You know, hit character Pamela from Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. That was everyone's favorite film. One of my uh, finalists for my Halloween costume this year. Pamela yeah, from of course. Three it, was, it was on everyone's. It was on everyone's list. Such an easy costume. So easy. Everyone has a you Pamela, know, Pamela in, their, in their closet. Favorite look, the best look that we all know. Uh, um, Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> Brendan Gleeson. And Colin Farrell. Ugh. What chemistry. Back at it again. Back at it again. What's what's better than this? Guys being dudes. Dudes being guys. <laughs> it's great. Um Yeah, man. They're they're really good. They have They're so, like both so good. They have such an incredible chemistry. And it's fun. It's a, it, a fun way to yeah. play it because you want to see them together. You want to see them as pals. But there's this rift that we don't even know about. That's yeah. It just makes you it's, eat sadder. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. They're both so good. Like, like you know, I, I think of the two, Brendan Gleeson has the more like consistent uh career um but colin farrell has been getting some really great work in kind of like randomly like he does like a weird couple of movies and then suddenly he'll do you know uh fucking the batman uh the batman who when he's great after yang he's fantastic um like yeah he just yeah the Beguiled, even, I didn't really like that movie, but he's good in it. Yeah, and it's shocking. He still hasn't been nominated for an Oscar. Phone Booth? Yeah. <laughs> have you yeah. seen Phone Booth, Sam? I have not seen Phone you, Booth. I think, you, I think that's a movie you'd like. You like dumb action movies. I I like a particular brand of dumb action movie. And mid, mid-2000 dumb action movies. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. But, like, remember when he was, like, Bullseye and Daredevil? Bullseye. How can you forget? Like, <laughs> he does really weird stuff Remember sometimes? his guest spot on Scrubs? I, of course, remember his guest <laughs> spot on Scrubs. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But the lobster is great. The lobster. Like, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And Brendan Gleeson... It's funny, we were, uh, my co-workers, we were talking about uh, SNL, we were talking about sometimes you know how large the after party is going to be, and I was joking, I was like, yeah, I wonder if Brendan Gleeson's after party was small, and I was like, wait, he's Irish, you know he can party, you know, he partied hard. You know he's busted out a fiddle, and everyone's going to hop him, on a table. Him and, uh, what was it, Megan the Stallion? Yes! You know, just fucking popping bottles. You know baby. she's dropping it to some some Irish jigs. Oh, you know it. <laughs> Do you think he learned how to play WAP? WAP on the fiddle. I hope so. I bet he would kill it too. <laughs> I bet he'd kill it too because he only knows how to commit. 
He is great. He is one of those actors that just is great in everything you see him in. Yeah, he could be in a bad movie, but he will always be good. Give it a hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, yeah. He's always he's always there for the for the fucking art of it. Um, uh, it's I fucking love him. And speaking of doing it for the art of it, Martin McDonough. Martin McDonough's the Pillow Man. <laughs> it's just that that will always be in my brain. Uh, yeah, writer of many things, director of less things, <laughs> namely In Bruges, Seven Psychopaths, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and The Banshees of Inna Sharon. What do you think? What, what do you, what is you he? Feeling? He clearly deals with anger, and 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 he doesn't know how to release it. I feel like every time he gets angry, he like gets depressed afterwards for like six weeks. You know, okay. we want to know who he's dating. Sure. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Oh, that's fun. Is it that fun? <laughs> Is it that like, a, oh, that just makes too much sense. That's very fun. Um, I just, he, he's so fascinating. I want to get more into it. I think this might finally be the push for me. I really want to get more to his theater work. But, yeah, he writes a lot of plays. Yeah. Because this movie, all his other films still have a cinematic quality. And I'm not saying this movie doesn't have a cinematic quality, but out of all the other three movies, this is the one that really feels like a play. Like, you could easily adapt this for the stage. Yeah, you mean you need two houses and a pub. Exactly. two Essentially. And and some gauze and fake fingers. I said spoiler yeah. alert, right? Um, yeah. It is... Yeah, he's, he wrote, he's written a bunch of plays. The, uh, the Hangman? I really wanted to see it. I really wanted to see it, too. It's expensive. It is expensive. Um, um, of obviously the pillow man, the joke that we keep yep, making over yep. and over again. He is. What do you think of him? What do you think he's trying to say? Do you like him? What What are your thoughts? Um. Yeah, I I like him quite a bit. Um. I think. Um. He's. Yeah, I think he he's he's really good. He he has a a particular style that I, that I mean I don't know everybody you know writing and doing stuff um but he has a particular style that i don't see anybody else (laughs) um doing yeah uh and so it's like yeah you kind of just know when you um are watching a, a mcdonough thing uh and that's and that's really nice i think that's really fun um and his particular dark black comedy stuff is is really good. Um, when it's when it's pulled off right, that is a very fun little genre. Uh, and I think Martin McDonough does a very really good job of of kind of capturing that. Um, and this, but this movie also feels 
like uh i mean something did we say this on the podcast no we said this before the podcast this sort of feels like mc i mean to me this feels like mcdonough's the irishman i would love for you to explain yeah i in the way that the irishman is kind of scorsese looking back on his own career with with actors that he's worked with before like plenty of times before and kind of you know talking about it and and kind of being like what was the impact of of the things that i did um i think that is sort of in a sense what mcdonough is doing here you know he's bringing back the the two lead actors that were in his first movie um to do a movie about like how the anger and and detachment and um you know darkness that that he had been making art about for so many years can affect a person and and how isolating and lonely that can be and how you know how it changes a person as you get older and and what do you leave behind is like such a big part of this movie yes um I think it's just really interesting to kind of look look back on it all, you know. Yes. Would you say that there these are like the two sides of of Martin, our good friend Martin? What do you Colin mean, Colin Farrell and uh, Brendan Gleeson? There is the side of of who just wants to be nice. The, the guy who just wants to be nice, he's a good lad, he's a good chap, yeah. good guy to grab a drink with, but then there's this other guy who is done with that and is over that. He just wants to submit a legacy and nothing else matters. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could definitely make that argument. I think that's... I think just that's dull. <laughs> quite... Um... Yeah, that's that's probably what what is sort of going on here is, you know, McDonough fighting with himself, cutting his own fingers off. But or is he mad at some? Is there someone that he blames? No, I don't think so. This movie feels so insular. Like it takes place, you know, on an island off the coast of Ireland, separate from everything. That is, I think. You know, if you're if you're going full metaphor, full writer, director, tour metaphor, yes. You know that is McDonough sort of saying like, "Oh, I feel isolated and separate from everything else," and there's this small, you know, I have to kind of work on my own things while the world goes to shit. Like, you know, the, the Irish Civil War is happening yes. just across the water. Um, but he has to kind of deal with all his own stuff. Yes before he can even think about crossing the water to go deal with it. And then by the time he's kind of dealt with it, that's all done. And he's like, well, (laughs) I guess I'm just here. I guess I'll just stay here. I guess I'll just stay here. Such a sad story. You also said it was sweet. And that is where one thing that the Irishman is not. It is not sweet. Yes, I don't. Yeah, I think this is sweet because like, you know, when Brendan Gleeson helps Colin Farrell up after he gets beat up by the cop and, like, their little conversations 
when Colin Farrell like blows up at him and he's like, you used to be nice. Yeah. You used to be nice. And then at the end, he's like, that was the most interesting th- thing he said in years. Yeah. I kind of like him now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is kind of sweet. Like these are two people who care about each other in, in their own weird little way. Yes. Um, but they do still love each other. You know, I don't, that, that doesn't seem to go away even at the end when Colin Farrell burns his fucking house down exactly <laughs> to a crisp at the end you know he they're standing on the beach and brendan gleason's like so that's it we're all square and conferral's like no you're not dead so we're not square like i don't know there's there is a level of caring and sweetness that that exists in in these two characters that that uh really i thought was very sweet uh. Thanks for taking. Thanks for looking after my dog. Anytime. Yeah, that like like that sort of thing. I think if 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 these characters didn't love each other, wouldn't happen. Yeah. You know, Brendan Gleeson genuinely apologizing for killing his donkey by cutting is... off his fingers and throwing it at his house. <laughs> yeah, it, and like the it's donkey crazy. Chokes like, but... on one of his fingers. Yes. It's wild. But like, yeah, I think I think I don't think it's incorrect to say that this movie is kinda sweet. In its own sick, morbid way. In its own weird, sick little Martin McDonough way. In the same yeah. way that in Bruges is sweet. Because I would say yeah. without a doubt, in Bruges is very a very sweet movie. Yeah. About what honor, what how important it is but also how dumb it is how stupid it is to yeah. go oh well, i have to have this honor my debt my glory yeah you have to stick to your morals you have to stick to your own code but also called pharaoh is just a boy and like he did yeah. do something that is unforgivable but give him a chance you're right but give him a chance you should give him just a let chance. him go just send him just put him on a train send him somewhere just get him out of here spoilers for ed bruges as well um yeah. There What do you think? What do you think about about McDonough about his work on this writing directing the the sweetness the the metaphors the Well, cuz I keep trying to find a, a tie right back to in Bruges to why revisit these two these these alternate versions of these characters who were in both movies in Bruges and Banshees were friends and were seen a rough patch were seen a, a, a hiccup mm. in their relationship. If it is professional or personal. Uh, yeah. I don't forgiveness, right? Is that the key? Is that the key to all of his movies? Have you seen seven psychopaths? I did see seven. I saw. It, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. What do you think? Because I really liked In Bruges, and me and my mom were like, "We should go see Seven Psychopaths." What do you think of it? I don't remember enjoying it. Yeah. But I also only saw it the once in theaters. I swore we watched it together once in New York, early, nope. like at the Ada houses. Maybe it was with someone else. I think I remember it playing at the. At the Atta House. Yeah, okay. But I don't think I was watching. Okay, so it must have been, you must have been walking in and out. And I was watching Yeah, I think I else. might have been 
doing something. Or maybe it was playing on a different floor. Maybe. Maybe they're watching it on four or eight. That seems like a four or eight thing to do. <laughs> oh, God. I love how no matter where I go, I, the conversation always ends up back at Ada. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like you keep in touch with a lot of people who went to Ada. <laughs> and it was a big part of all of our lives. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, God. Um, Cause I'll tell you, it doesn't come up in my life, like ever, <laughs> unless I'm talking to you. Yeah, because no one here knows. Like I can't be like, oh yeah, the parties on eight were crazy. We're crazy. We're once a guy selling cocaine were there. It was like there's eighteen year olds here. <laughs> yeah. One time they made punch in the bathtub. Like I don't know. Like what are you? Jesus, like, did I drink that punch? You, oh. Oh, we all drank that punch, Andrew. It was. Fine. To be young. Yeah. Anywho. I think it was, I think to be fair to the punch, I think they filled the bathtub with some ice and then they put the punch bowls in the, in oh, the ice. Oh, okay. Alright. I don't think they just poured punch in the tub. Great. That makes me feel better. Great. Yeah. I was about to retroactively yeah, was... throw up stuff from six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was about to reach I, it into was... the time time space continuum. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there was ice, and then the and then the balls of punch in the ice in the tub. But it was in the tub. Okay, great, great. Still gross. And I do remember calling gross. it tub punch. Yeah. Now, if you had ice in your punch, then I don't know where that ice came from, but. Jesus, Jesus! <laughs> I know I didn't have any ice in my punch because so I, I was, knew, because I knew, because I saw, because I was there when they were being poured, and I was like, I don't need any ice. I'm good. Thank you. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, watching Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, Seven Psychopaths. Forgiveness. Three billboards. It it is anger begets anger. Yes. You shot a kid. Spoilers for all, all of Martin McDonough's movies. Just right now. All, every single one. Um, right. You know, it's... You killed a little boy. What else do you do? You're trying to write a movie and your best friend's a, a crazy person who kills people and kidnaps dogs. What are you going to do? Your, you your, your daughter was... was like raped and then burnt alive something horrific and Mm -hmm. no one is doing anything about it what do you do your best buddy in the whole world just doesn't like you it doesn't even hate you just doesn't like you just doesn't like you anymore now what do you do it's there's there's a theme here yeah now what 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 is he trying to? I just that's where I keep fall hitting a hitting a brick wall, of just like, but why, why four times? They all feel different. We recently watched in Bruges, so I'll mainly talk about in Bruges. But yeah. these these foul mouth doofuses mm. who are just 
I don't know. Is it self-obsessed? There is, there is a, there is a, there's an issue. I, I guess what I'm asking you is, is that what's that thing that Martin McDonough is mad about? Is it pettiness? Is it pride? Is it self-obsessed? Is it all of it? Man, I don't know. I didn't do a fucking Martin McDonough watch. <laughs> but you watched in Bruges. <laughs> I watched in Bruges because it was like, it was the boys getting back together. Boys it was the band in town. It was, it was the boys are back in town. The band's back. You know, it's the reunion tour. When you go see a reunion tour, you don't listen to the whole fucking uh, arc. You listen to like the fir- you listen to the first album. You go back to the roots. So I watched in Bruges. Fucking sue me. <laughs> um. Yeah, this movie's also sad and sad. Barry Keown. Does his dad kill him? Is that what you're supposed to take away? No, I think he jumped. Oh. Because remember, because remember, there was that shot when Siobhan was leaving, and she suddenly looked not at Colin Farrell but next to Colin Farrell. Oh, and looked yes. really sad. And then there was that figure in the background behind him that never yes. came into focus. I think that was Barry Keown jumping into the lake. You're either three of these guys. You're either crazy enough to cut your own fingers off for spite. Can't deal with just the rejection all around you. So you jump off a cliff or you're just kind of dull for the rest of your life for your entire life. Yeah. For me, the, the way this movie ended, it did, it did not end disappointing at all. I was not disappointed with the ending. It ended, I was like, huh, okay, I'm happy with this. It's a complete story. But it, there was just this like pit of sadness in my stomach. I mean, it's a very, it's a sad ending. You know, these two friends are not able to reconcile their differences. You know, they've started, this feels like the start of like, you know, generations from now, <laughs> the, the descendants of, of Colin Farrell will hate the descendants of, of Brendan Gleeson. And they're like, I don't even know why yeah. we just have always hated them. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And it's like a hundred years later and everyone's just like, why do those two families hate each other so much? And it's like. You know, it, it said, you know, way a hundred years ago, their great great grandpa cut his cut the other great great grandpa's fingers off. Yeah. And then set his you house. Know, like on it's fire. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly how it feels. It feels like an old old story that is like from yeah. families that only you hear from a family. Yeah. Oh, I heard that he killed his. Do- I killed he killed his donkey. I heard he killed his dog. Yeah. Wow. You know that? Yeah that that makes me like this movie a little bit more because that is how it feels. That's how it felt. I, I, yeah, I, I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, oh, this is like once it got to the ending and they didn't reconcile. I was like, oh, this is the story you tell your kids, and you're like, we hate those motherfuckers. 
forever. Forever. I don't care what they do for you. Be kind. Be kind to everyone, but you still hate them. Yeah. You see him get punched out by a cop, you know, help him up, dust them off. Yeah. But but you hate them. You hate them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is this is the this is like the Montagues and the Capulets. Like this is jeez. You know, you know 50 years from now, they're great they're great their grandkids, like they start banging, they're gonna fall in love, and it's a whole, and it's a whole thing. Forbidden fruit, yeah. Uh, friendships, boundaries, yes. That's what I wrote. Friendships are tough. Friendships are tough. They take work. You know, you gotta set boundaries. You gotta. Do be a person, but like allow a person into your life. It's it's difficult. People who need people. Where do you where do you draw the line on on issues, and how do you then tell somebody that like, hey, I don't want to be your fucking friend anymore because <laughs> I just don't like you. But you're friends with the copper yeah. who beats his son with a kettle. Uh, yeah, it, it, cause you know, I, you, you know, you know, both these guys, even if, yeah. even if they're girls, these guys, there's such a, such a dumb jock energy to it. <laughs> <laughs> this does feel like the best jock bros from high school are now. You know, exactly, 50. but it could be it could be anyone. It could be the two eight year old girls. It could be the two uh, the uh, football players. It could be Tom Brady and his and his teammates, or Tom Brady and his wife. It yeah. It is, huh? Yeah, no. You just want to say, calm down, Colin. You're so persistent. You wonder why he doesn't like you anymore. You wonder why he's telling you he doesn't like yeah. you. And you're like, nah, I'm going to keep going back. He cut off a finger and you're st- to prove he wasn't bluffing. And you went, nah, he's still bluffing. You kicked out his door. But also, Brendan Gleeson, just talk. Just say, just talk. Talk it out, my dude. Share yeah. feelings. Don't just like ghost a motherfucker. Like be like, hey, like I'm I'm worried about my legacy. I'm worried about you know who's gonna remember me when I die. W- like all this different stuff. You want to hit him? Maybe Colin Farrell will listen. But I also get it. Maybe he won't because he never listens. I get it because <laughs> he never listens. Because he never <laughs> and listens. It's just a circle. It just because he just talks about what's in his ponies shit for two hours. I get it. <laughs> I've been there. I've listened to Andrew talk about what's in his pony shit for two hours. I get it. I'm I'm with you, man. It's a certain. I'm not gonna cut off my fucking fingers about it though. It looks like you tried. (laughs) It is so yeah. I love it. 
It's so good. It's really I good. took a 10-minute break, really, so really I don't good. really know where we are in the podcast, but... I don't know how long that break was. I probably should have looked at the time. But yeah, it is such a very... It's a very good movie. The more we're talking about, the more I like it. It is... Because that is something that we don't talk about, the friendship breakup. There's not a lot of media about it. Not a lot of... No. But you... It's tough. I. You know what? I hear you, Sam. I hear you. There, there is something sweet because they love each it's other. It's sweet. They love, they love each, each other, other so, so much. much that they hate each other. That they hate each other. Yeah. It's great. There's something so sweet about that. They're probably both going to die on the same day. That They're both going to yeah. die from two different incidents. On the same exact, because they just... One of them's going to get hit by a bread truck. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder he doesn't want to be your friend. It just keeps going. But also, you can't ghost people. You really can't just be like, all right, bye. You're like, no, no, no. I do deserve an explanation. I put time in this, too. Yeah, damn. It is... It is two human emotions that we don't talk about. And it, 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 it is fun to see it explored in this way. Yeah. Because they're not hitmen. They're not as soulless as a hitmen. But they're as soulless as no. hitmen. <laughs> they're just... I, I, don't, I don't know if they're soulless. I really just think that this is two dudes on an island. And one's just <laughs> Living done. their best lives. Yeah. And and you're just kind of done with it, you know. Uh, Have you ever had like a friendship breakup? Um, not really. I've been adjacent no? to a few, but not really. Okay. What about you? I've never had the conversation that is a friendship breakup, but I have had. A few friendship. I've had one conversation that was a friendship breakup. Oh, okay. But I have had I have had a few kind of forced departures. Share as much or as little as you'd like. <laughs> I was friends. I was friends with this guy for like last year of high school, a couple years out, um, and he just was like, I just very much became like a friend of convenience for him. Mm-hmm. You know, one time I was like, oh, hey, man, you should, like, come over. Like, let's let's hang out. Let's have a drink. Let's, you know, sit, watch TV or, or play a game or something. And he was just like, nah, I don't really want to go all the way downtown just to go to your place. And I was like, okay. And then, like, the, the next day, uh, he was like, hey, man, do you want to hang out? And I was just like, uh, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm, I'm busy. I'm at work. Why? What's up? And he was just like, oh, a thing that I was at at the university got canceled, so I'm in the area. And I was like, okay, that's kind of shitty. Like, yesterday you didn't want to come all this way just to hang out, and now that you happen to be nearby. Yeah. And a bunch of other stuff, like there's other, 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 many other things. Of course, of course. But that was kind of one of those things that I was just like, oh, you don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, you know? Um, yeah. 
and then like and then a couple pals i guess ex-pals who just like you know something comes up and then it's just like i don't really want to hang out with you anymore but i can't just like tell you that so i have to kind of just like stop stop the hangout stop the hangouts yeah you know, turn off like the faucet we, yeah, we had like a little D and D group with a with a DM who was really shitty, and like the rest of us kind of talked like one on one and figured out that we were all really uncomfortable with that one dude. Yeah, and so we were like, we kind of have to like scheme our way into like killing that D and D group and starting a new D and D group with the same people on the same day, except for him. Yeah, and that was kind of tough to navigate. <laughs> That should be that should be a, uh, if not a movie, an episode of TV. <laughs> All right, we have to cancel it. Was, it has uh, to be at the same same time, same well, day. Well, we were all we all already booked off the work. Exactly, you know, that was the day that we had we had planned. Exactly. It was like it all works for our schedules. So where can we do it? At the place we're doing it now, it's the most convenient, but he can't be there. This is where our problem lies. He has to not know that it's happening. Because we can't just not invite him. That's just rude. (laughs) We did. We did. Exactly. Andrew, I'm telling you, we had one group chat with all of us and we had one group chat with all of us except for him. And in that other group chat, we were like, so same place and time. And we'll just tell him that it's canceled. Dang. We'll all kind of just like one at a time be like, be like, ah, sorry, I'm really busy. I don't think I can do this. Blah, blah, blah. Schedule's not really working out. I think, I think this campaign might just die. And then in the other group chat, we're all like, okay, we're good for Wednesday. Cool. We're all good for Wednesday. Dang. And now he's at home with his donkey. And now he's at home with his donkey. And... I don't know. Still being racist, I guess. Oh, oh oof, <laughs> oof. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, but, but. Yeah, it's all weird. It's all weird. Relationships. It is all weird. Relationships are tough. All all relationships of any level are tough. Friendships, romantic partners, business partners, parents, siblings, business partners, succession, all the above. (laughs) Andrew, I'm not joking when I'm telling you I'm going to go watch the last two episodes of season two. Do it. It's great. It's there's so many lines that I'm I'm like, I'm going to say them. I'm like, oh, I can't say them. He doesn't know them. Um. I spl- I splooged in her mouth. You know that part where Logan slaps Roman? Spoilers for Succession. Oh my god! It makes you want to hit people. It makes you... He, he slaps him like Hawkeye shooting a bow without looking at it. He just slaps him. And then when he's like, I didn't even know you were there. Did I make contact? <laughs> and Roman's like, yeah, I lost a tooth, Dad. Like, what the... Like, oh my god. <laughs> What are your favorite characters? I need to know. I feel like your character I explains a lot about yourself. I hate all of them. I hate all of them. But also, Roman is the greatest. Okay, <laughs> you little freak. You little weirdo. 
Kieran Culkin is doing is so fucking good. He's so good. His weird whatever's going on with him and Jerry, crazy, crazy. I love it. Yeah, Kieran Culkin is is fucking phenomenal in this show. He is by far my favorite, just because Kieran Culkin is so fucking good. He is funny. He is great. His quirk, very quirky, in such a it's fun great. way. In just the perfect way, where he's just enough of a shit all the time. Uh yeah. Uh Team Kendall, baby! Team Kendall! Your team Team Kendall, Kendall baby! <laughs> he is a sweet little boy who does need rehab very badly. <laughs> He needs help so bad. I feel, the, he's, oh, such a, he's the shell of a man what right now. What a broken dude. Oh, you're my number one boy. You're my number one boy. You're my number one boy. Also, you wonder who my, fa- my second favorite character is? L to the OG. You wonder who my second favorite? Logan! Is it- Team Logan! Yeah. yeah, I knew it was going to be Logan. I knew it was going to be The two people I know I can be and desperately afraid of becoming. (laughs) I can be both and I don't want to be either. I also love Greg. Of course. Hey, guys. (laughs) Hey, uh, I was just, you know, um, yeah, now that we're going to burn the evidence (laughs) that you told me to destroy... Is great. We hear you. We hear you. That's just gibberish. Oh no, we hear. <laughs> we hear for you. Hell, well, that's just gibberish. <laughs> we're we're listening. Uh, we're hearing you. Is this not the same? This is the same problem. Shiv, <laughs> it's man. Shiv is the worst. I love Shiv. Hey, Shiv's Tom doing Shiv. every. Shiv's doing everyone dirty. She is. Also, the part... You've gotten to this part. You're on season... Yes. So, the part where she's working for the senator, and um, Mm -hmm. he shakes someone's hand on the street, and they get in the car, and she's like, you need some hand sanitizer? Oh, my God. I was like, what? Why why is everyone bugging out? Yeah, get some hand sanitizer. Oh, they shot this... They shot this in the before times. This was before the pandemic. Oh, of course. I touched a human. Give me that hand sanitizer. Nothing against that person. That's just the way we do things now. That's just how it is now. Oh, yeah. That that is elitist. I mean, it's under the right circumstances. It's still elitist. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. My name is Andrew. I am Andrew. What, What were your final thoughts? I love the movie. I said this. I also love I love this movie. It's great. It's great. Fun time. Some of it is it's gonna be on my tips and tops for sure. Big um, fan of this sh- Yeah, my name is My name is Sam Bader. And I'm Andrew Thomas. You can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. For uh, uh, that's if you want to follow us and support the show on social media, that's a great way All, on everything except for TikTok, pretty much, because <laughs> uh, we don't know how social media works, and I don't want to make TikToks. <laughs> oh, hopefully that'll change in twenty twenty three. 
We'll okay, get more social if you want to make TikToks, uh, I, if you want to do social media, I'm not doing it. We'll see. I do all the other bullshit. We'll, we'll see. I'm telling you. Okay. We'll see. If, yeah, if you want to start doing the social media stuff, hey, I'll take it off my hands, baby. I'll, that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, that's a great way to support the show. Uh, another great way is uh, to follow us on all the different podcatchers of your choice, Linktree uh, slash Welcome Back Pod. Um, you'll find all the things uh, so you can like the track, review the track, review the podcast, follow the podcast, all the things on all the different podcatchers. It's different all over the place, but we're on them. So go uh, go out there. Uh, but the best way to support the show is tell your friends. Hey, we all have spats with our friends. You know what the best way to make amends? Not cutting off your fingies. Yeah, don't do that. Listening to the Welcome Back podcast. Listen, we've had fights on this show. We've yeah. we have them. We've had them. And look at us. How many episodes in? Two hundred and forty something. And and still going strong. Still going strong. Uh, we understand spats happen, but but if we're still going, so can you. And you know what helps? Listening to us and telling your friends to listen to us. So you have something else to talk about. Us. Ding. Us. Uh, do you think God gives a damn about miniature donkeys? Is a great. What, what was great what was line, the comeback to that? Uh, I fear he doesn't. That's where it's all gone yes. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. That's Extremely where it's all good. Wrong. Be like that, dude. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, be like that. 